So I'm doing this like booty fucking workout on a couch and I'm like, booty on a couch, uh, three moves to gain your, your, your biggest butt, you know, big booty, big dreams. Mm. Yeah. So it was shitty, but then I started expanding. Right. So then I'm like, I'm going to do a video in my pig costume and they're like, okay, now you have to do the active wear and the pre-workout and the protein powder. So protein powder, I'm like, cool. I'm going to put it in my, um, muffins somehow. Um, even though it didn't taste the best, you know, I try to figure out ways around it to just put it in there. So now I'm altering my content, your message, your message message. shifted. Yeah. My, Mm -hmm. not only my message, but my creation, my intention behind it. Now I'm not doing it. Your art is being impacted. My muffins are ruined. (laughs) Of all the things that you would ruin, Aaron, don't ruin the muffins. My muffins. (laughs) Tragic. Absolutely tragic. Welcome to the Superhero Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Archangel. Bonjour, hi, friends. Or in this holiday season, maybe we should be saying bonjour, ho. Uh, I, I don't know if you know that joke. It's, it's a Quebec joke. Apparently, the, well, the politicians here are saying, we shouldn't be using English. We should, instead of saying bonjour, hi, which is you know very customary in Montreal to say hello to people in both languages, are spoken here in Canada, because we're in Canada, ladies and gentlemen. Um, instead, we should be using bonjour ho. That's apparently what's going on. But the reason I'm saying this is, number one, I'm wearing a hat, and I got this hat from a friend. And the friend that's joining me here today, well, well, she took bringing her COVID mask very seriously. In fact, Confetti the Pig is joining me here today. Also known as, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you her real name in a second. Bonjour, Hi. <laughs> I love Confetti the Pig. That is it's my great, new name. It is a great name. I, I'm glad that you're taking se- very seriously the, um, the the mask rules that we have here in Montreal. You have to. I mean, go to every store with this on. Nobody's going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. so who I actually have you're joining me here today. Reveal. Grand reveal. reveal. Yeah, on, on Instagram, Ooh. she's got followers. She's yeah. figured some stuff out. Killing It Fitness. Yeah. Her name, Erin Killen. Erin Killen. Get it? Killing it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me. Um, I mean, look, I, I mean, we're making fun of this of this pig here, but there's kind of like a very interesting backstory to how you found, like how you basically grew your following on Instagram, how you yes. have transformed in a thousand and one different ways. For those who are watching this, this is the first time we ever actually meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard about you through, you know, friends of friends. I'm famous. Yeah. Kind of, I, mean, <laughs> kind of, I mean, when you have 27,000 followers on Instagram, it's, you're kind of famous. Mm. That's, like, that's like beyond nano influencer. It's borderline fame. Borderline fame. Borderline fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they can take it down at any moment. So it's kind of like well, scary fame. We'll get into that. Yes. But tell, yes, me, yes. tell me a little bit about who you are, what you're passionate about. I mean, mm. just a little bit about your story because there, there is something that relates to pigs. Yes. Which is really hilarious. <laughs> uh, so tell me that story. Bonjour, hi. This microphone is really lit, by the way. For anybody <laughs> listening to this, this is super cool. You need to get in on this. This is like a different reality. So, it's very nice when you have the headphones on. It puts you in, an, in another zone. Yeah. Completely different zone. Yeah, it's I like love it. Moment of silence in the zone. Ooh. The grand pause. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, tell Bonjour, me. Bonjour, hi. My name is Aaron Killen, Killing It. And I am passionate about joy. I am passionate about being inspired, mm-hmm. being awakened, being conscious, and getting past limiting beliefs, basically. And it all started with an Instagram, right? 
Yeah, but you weren't passionate about that when you started your Instagram. Oh, you want the whole story. Well, I want to know a little bit of it because right now you're killing it online and you've got all this fitness stuff and you're dancing and shuffling and all Mm. that. You've got all kinds of very beautiful content. Thank you. So myself. Thank you. But that wasn't always the way, like that wasn't always your claim to fame. No, So it was not. And you weren't, you didn't always, I mean, you weren't always as healthy. Mm Mm-mm. So, Definitely not. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, back me up a little bit. Story time. Yeah, story Once time. Once upon a time, yeah, there was a girl the who loved bacon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my Instagram started as a bacon page. Wow. Believe it or not. Were you inspired by Epic Mealtime? Mm, yes. Oh my God. I got <laughs> tagged in all of the Facebook posts. Right, I got tagged sure. in the posts for bacon chapstick, all the bacon <laughs> stuff. People were tagging me. I was literally called bacon in high school. Like, what's up, bacon? That's me. That's me. Wow. So yeah. it was literally your nickname. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, you're called bacon in high school. People are tagging you in epic mealtime videos all the time, which are also yeah. from Montreal, which is hilariously funny. Mm-hmm. And then you start an Instagram page. Yeah. So it started, I would post pictures, just funny pictures of like me drinking, um, me eating bacon. I would make like bacon pancakes and I'd do hashtag bacon, bacon, hashtag bacon for life. I'm pretty sure if you go all the way down, like if you have spare time in your life and you go to my first pictures. Or bacon. Bacon. Well, see, it's a drastic shift from where you're at right now. Because yeah. now it's like, mili- well, I mean, this picture, <laughs> this, uh, this picture really shows that transformation because this is bacon girl right over here. That's bacon. Yeah. How many years ago was that? That was prom, so we're talking 2012. Wow. Yeah. So in eight years, you went from like- Bacon. Eating constant bacon. Yeah. Every day. Somebody served me a salad. There's no bacon on this. And I was like, what? 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 So you were a what fan of Caesar this? salads, essentially. Oh, yes. Croutons Even the bacon all bits. the way. Bacon bits. Bacon, <laughs> bacon, you know, bacon, bacon chapstick, you know, bacon everything. <laughs> and now you're like, literally, you're like a fitness model. Now I'm baconless. And now you're also baconless. You can yeah. still you're eat also bacon bits, though, because they're made of soy. That's Are they? They're completely vegan. My life has now changed. So now you can, you can have the taste of bacon without the bacon. Mm. Um, but now, no, but I mean, so now you're literally a vegan. Yes, yes. I've and you're and you're based. basically and you're you're like you work with brands that are about fitness. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? It was a an amazing journey. Mm. A tale old as time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me such tales. The year was 1995. No. <laughs> um, where did it start? It's it's so interesting to reflect back on it, right? Because we're always looking ahead. Mm. So to look back is is so interesting. Mm. And just having that knowledge of being like, oh yeah, I, I used to be bacon. I used to be that girl. And I would say the change started initially when I went to the doctor. And I was probably 15 at the time, mm-hmm. 15, 16. And I was overweight, obviously. I mean, I ate so much bacon. And I went to the doctor and I wasn't feeling well. I was feeling unaligned. And I was convinced that there was something wrong with my blood. I was like, okay, no, it was just like a deficiency somewhere. Like maybe I'm not getting enough nutrients. Maybe my circulation isn't well. I'm going to go to the doctor and they're going to tell me like, wow, you just need to add this nutrient to your diet and you're fixed you know mm. here I am the night before just like so excited like oh the doctor's gonna heal me they're gonna be able to tell me what's wrong with me they're gonna be able to like fix me all up and then I go to the doctor and she basically was like well you're overweight and uh you have anxiety Ooh. so now I'm anxious and I'm fat like wow. great thanks doctor so like you went from like high life on bacon high life on bacon to anxious and fat and now all of a sudden your worldview 
starts to crumble. Now I'm in a box. Mm. Now I'm in a limited box of beliefs that I am now an anxious person and an overweight person. Not, oh, you're, you're moving through shifts mm. in your weight. You're moving through anxiety. You are an anxious person. You are this thing. You are label overweight mm. label. Mm. And we know how labels go, especially at that age. Mm. You know, it becomes the biggest excuse Totally. Because we don't, we don't know any better. Well, we haven't built an identity yet. Mm. We haven't gone through a career. We haven't, we, we're not married. We're not something, we're not some, we're not mom or dad or whatever. You, we're not, we don't have these other labels. Mm. Your daughter, like you have that label. Yeah. You have maybe like another label like. Bacon. Bacon. That was about, <laughs> that was, you beat me to it. But, but you also have other labels like um, maybe, you know, I was a soccer player. So the, you have like mm. maybe an athlete label or you have, um, you know, some people have other labels like nerd or jock or this or that. Like there's, there's thousands of labels that we're painting upon each other mm. constantly. Um, but now you get this, well, I mean, fairly dramatic label, anxious, which you probably didn't really realize you had anxiety. Mm -mm. Like you realized you experienced anxiety but you didn't you didn't call it that mm -mm. you just thought it was like oh it's a shitty day or i feel something but you didn't call it anxiety i was like i can't breathe like what's going on you know <laughs> mm, you were having panic attacks oh yes like big time big time panic attacks mm, when you didn't get enough bacon when i didn't get enough bacon that's it collapse it was actually <laughs> when i got too much bacon really yeah mm. yeah it's when my belly wouldn't belly well when my body would get unbalanced <laughs> yeah that that's when the, the anxiety would come on, you know? And I remember my friend, when we were in class, this maybe I was probably, again, 15 at the time. Mm -hmm. And she had like a severe panic attack in class next to me. And I remember looking at her and I was like, what do I do? Like, what is happening? And then she started talking to me about her panic attacks and her anxiety. So then I automatically was like, wait, can this happen for me? And then that's when it started happening. Obviously you see somebody else go through it and then, you shift your aim towards that and you kind of absorb it. And then I started getting the panic attacks and then I started to wow. to become that fear. Yeah. You're basically like a sponge, you know? You became the identity. Yeah. You like adopted the identity in the same way that somebody adopts like a hero's mentality or a martyr mentality or, what you know, which are very similar. Yeah. Hero mentality, martyr mentality. But, but we adopt an identity and then we start living it. We start like literally becoming that thing. And so you, you also learn how to have the panic attack because you see, you witness it. Yeah. Yeah. Until you've never, if, unless you've witnessed elements of it, it's hard to, you might not actually play it out the same way. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because mm. then now you're like, I'm, I'm having an anxiety attack. This is what it is. Instead of, okay, maybe I'm just not feeling aligned. Maybe there's, you know, a disbalance in, in what I'm currently doing and who I actually want to be. But mm -hmm. then you're just there and you're like, I'm anxious. I'm having a panic attack. Like this is who I am and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm basically doomed. Like you're going to stop breathing and die. Like, <laughs> and that's what it feels like when you have your panic attacks, right? If you don't know any better, yep. then you're just like, oh my God, like I'm dying. Like this is it. Like say goodbye to everybody I know. And then mm. you don't die and you're like, wait, what, what was the point of that? Like what was the point of all that suffering then? Mm. And so how did you start to change? Like when did you... Mm. When did you like, what, like, what was the first domino that started to like shift your identity? Cause for a while, like you got told, okay, you're overweight, you're anxious. Yeah. You live that for a minute, like, yeah. for like a year or so, I'm assuming potentially. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's definitely a level of escape. So mm -hmm. after that, I, I was playing like the victim mentality. Right. And I'm like, it's not my fault. 
I'm anxious. It's not my fault. I'm overweight. You know, it's my genetics. Mm, <laughs> so I kind of fell into that category of limiting myself and limiting my life and limiting my actions all from this set of limiting beliefs, living inside of the box. And then I would try to escape that box. So I thought that if I drank, I would get less anxious. Mm. So that was kind of my go-to. And I was like a party girl, you know, I'm, I'm fun. I love having fun. I love dancing. I love pumping people up. I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But because I got labeled with this anxiety, I was like, I can't do it unless I have something to set me free. Social lubricant. Yes, mm. social lubricant. This is where I'm gonna start moving the mic and get intense. Social lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's where the um, how can we how can we say this properly? The the lack compensation mm-hmm. came in, and it was unfortunately alcohol. And little did I know back in the day that I'm actually intolerant to alcohol. So really? I've had seizures. I've gone in the hospital many times. I've left in an ambulance. I was that girl that the ambulance would come and we'd make jokes like, haha, Aaron, your lift is here. And I'd be like, lol, so funny. Yeah. yeah like but last weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. So yeah, I had to exit um, the shot, which is a bar in Hudson. I don't know if you've ever been. It's like the local bar. And I'm not, but that's hilarious. It's like the typical like it's shot. The shot. Yeah. So it's like the that. Chateau du Lac. Oh, Very okay. Fancy. Okay. Okay. Yes. Basically where everyone goes, it's like everybody knows everybody and mm-hmm. little like hut, you know? Local dive bar. Yeah. So basically the local place that I would leave in an ambulance and I would be that drunk girl, like the obligerently drunk girl who sings nonsense, who's dancing ridiculously and I, I felt that, you know, and then I'd wake up the next day and I'd be like, what did I do? You know, just blackout, like completely blackout. I remember one of my new year's goals was to not be blackout for like a couple of days straight. Cause it was just so for repetitive. Yeah. It got really bad to a certain extent and everybody, I mean, at that age, you're surrounded by partying mm-hmm. and it was not normal for people, but they handled it differently than I did. So everybody would be hungover and they're just kind of in bed and like moopy and I would not be able to breathe. I would get shaky. I would mm. be crying. I would get depressed for like weeks. I would not be Aaron anymore and I would feel it. And because I was feeling not Aaron, I was like, okay, well, if I drink, then that's where my inner spark, my inner Aaron will come back temporarily. Mm. Maybe, you know? Because <laughs> the Aaron that I know, I've only kind of met you, re- well, I met you today, but in person, but in terms of like, even when I see in your content online or your Instagram stories, mm. you're this bubbly, you're like a life of the party kind of character. Mm. And I, I'm going to say character because I don't think you're playing up to a character. I think you're, that's just who you are. That's my understanding who you are. Thank you so much. I've always wanted to be that. Yeah, but I think, but, but I would imagine that part of you associated that element of your character that was like naturally inside of you yeah. as being associated to, oh, but I'm only this way when I'm, when I'm drunk or when yes. I'm essentially, when I'm under the, some form of influence of some kind. Yeah. Mm. When the social lubricant comes in. Now I am the social lubricant. Like <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. drank in a while and I, I drink very, very minimally. Yeah. And when I say drink, I mean, you know, like it's not a belligerent, but to point where you go to bed and you're like, wow, like I'm, I'm drunk, you know? Mm-hmm. I haven't been that way in a while and it's transformed me in such a way to be able to go out and to not drink and to know that I am my social lubricant. Like I am the the, the party inside of me that I don't need any exterior sources, but we'll, we'll get there after. We'll continue on, on the journey. Um, <laughs> so I think the turning point mm-hmm. was I used to love taking pictures. So I would be the girl at the party that'd be like, smile you know what gave me an identity too to be behind the camera Mm. and I felt like 
if I was behind the camera, then I wasn't in front of it. And I would never let people take pictures of me. No bad pictures. Mm. I would make it such a purpose to hide my flub. So I would wear pajamas to school, like two pairs of pants. I don't know why I thought that would help. Principal literally comes up to me and she's like, Erin, you can't wear pajamas. And I'm like, well, nothing else fits me because I'm too fat. She'd be like, okay. Wow. I can't let you wear your pajamas. Uh, okay. Okay, no problem. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> they don't want a lawsuit on their hands. No, no, no. Yeah. So I would wear my jacket and sometimes I wouldn't wear anything underneath. Like I wouldn't wear a top just because they'd be like, wear, like take off your jacket and what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm naked underneath. So I can't take it off. Like I would go to that extent. Wow. To make sure that I would not show my body. And I would literally just like pop on the jacket and that was my clothing. Like I like that, that was my shirt. I was like, I'm not taking it off. I don't want people to see my fat. So mm. I would just wear my jacket all the time. I would go to parties and big t-shirts, um, which probably really did the opposite effect yeah. of, of what I wanted. And I look back now at party pictures of me and I'm wearing like a big t-shirt and I'm wearing pajamas. And I'm like, that's so sad because I used to look at the girls wearing the jeans and the, you know, like all those cute tops. And I just look at them and be like, wow, I wish I, wish I could wear that. Mm. You know, like I wish I could actually wear what I wanted to and not have to go like ask my dad if I can borrow a shirt to like party in it, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I claimed that as who I was. And it's interesting because people on the exterior saw me as this person who just didn't give a fuck. I was just like, just, you know, walking around in my pajamas and I was still a, a, a bright light, you know? Yeah, you were still, you still had character and you were, you, you're making people laugh. You, yeah. you know, obviously you had all the, you still had the energy that brought like uh, that it has like is essentially like is magnetic or attractive in some capacity. Yes. And then that energy is confused and people confuse your I'm wearing fucking pajamas and fuck you kind of mentality really with your confidence when in reality yeah. it was actually the exact opposite. hundred percent. And that's what's painful, right? When people see you in a certain way and then you go home and you're like, fuck, I'm not that person. Mm. You know, and then people see you as a super positive and you, then you have to always be positive. You have to always be the light because people are like, wow, you're always so happy and you're always so this and you're always so that. And then you go home and you're like, mm, but I'm not. And like, <laughs> you don't want to show that to people either because then what does that say about you? You know, it makes you seem kind of unauthentic in a way. So you try so hard to shine the light everywhere you go and then you come home and you're kind of just like drained. Mm. You're drained because you know deep down that that's not how you're feeling and it's want it's what you want to feel. It's what you want to be. And then it's even more frustrating to be like, hey, well, why don't I actually feel like that if other people are seeing it in me and I'm getting all these compliments and all these people want to be around me, but I don't want to be around myself. Mm. And then that's just, that's so fucked. Like that is the worst, that is in my opinion, the worst feeling is to not know why everyone likes you. But at the same time, you don't feel like you're even that person. Yeah. They're painting you as a character saying, wow, we love you for being this person. And then you're you're like literally feeling imposter syndrome and being like, I'm not that person. Yeah. Or at least I don't feel like I'm that person. I'm going to cry. Isn't Get that emotional like in here. everybody's <laughs> social media? Ooh. Well, I was about to ask, were you at this time on social media? Like, was this in the, this time frame you're also posting on social? Yeah. So Instagram kind of came in like bacon girl, having fun, drinking. And then... Because you grew, you went to high school with social media. Yeah. I didn't. Mm, that's, that's true. A, that's part of the... That's true. There's a little bit of a difference in that. Also, it was more Facebook. Instagram came in at the end. Sure. My friend showed me and I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> mm. I don't want to... I used to call her her stuff that she would do pony stuff because she listened to pony music and she was just very like <laughs> retro. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I love you, Dally. Um, but I'd be like, I don't want your pony shit. So she showed me Instagram and I was like, what is this pony thing? Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't want any taken in. Yeah. So we were more Facebook. 
Mm. We were more Facebook. We were more like, let's hunt down the shit and like start drama on, on people's statuses. You know, that was Ooh, our. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the high school vibes of early, early Facebook when we don't, we didn't really know the consequences of it either fully. It's probably still there. Like, oh, it's, I mean, definitely. FBI. Whoever, whoever has my case, like whatever FBI is on my track, they have so much shit on me. Like they must be having a ball. <laughs> Whoever's spying on me, like must be having the best time ever. And the pig costume every night, just like. <laughs> 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 if you're listening to this FBI agent, what's up? <laughs> what's up? They're probably they'll, they'll, they'll find it. We'll 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 do our SEO tagging real Oops. proper. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you're, so you're <laughs> so you're <laughs> so you're. Are we so gonna you, get shadow banned now? I'm sorry. No. 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 Okay. Yeah, we're already shadow banned. Yeah, I was gonna say. This. Yeah. Already shadow <laughs> just just go watch episode three or whatever the bot is two or something. I think it's episode two of season six. Yeah. We talk. I talk a ton about shadow banning, but the. Mm. But the idea, okay, so so you're going through this, you're feeling imposter syndrome, and now somewhere in that timeline, somewhere you eventually get a job, you can't go work in pajamas. That's one <laughs> Unfortunately. thing. Unfortunately. Now I can. <laughs> sure, yeah. Full circle. Absolutely, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> but but you started to change somewhere. Yeah. The, what, where or why or what, did, was there a trigger? Was there a moment? Was it like... Like was it was it something that just like smacked you mm. on the backside of the face and just like just gave you a backhand that was Big like okay smack. this is yeah no but sometimes <laughs> that's what it is sometimes yeah. it's what it takes you're really good at bringing back the conversation I must I must admit you're well, a good well, you're well. a good podcaster thank you because I could go on forever I could be here for five hours and I, appreciate, it. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate I mean, this, is, this is my job as a host to, to guide and yeah. exactly you are I'm, a social lubricant I am the I'm, I'm the conversational lubricant mm. the podcast lubricant. I'm the podcast, the podcast lubricant. yeah just. <laughs> Just keeping us on track, just making sure we're going in that. and out real smart. Mm, yeah. Real smart. Real smart. Real good, real smooth. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> so the slap in the face. Yes, the slap in the face was, like I said, I would, I'd be taking the pictures, right? That's where I was coming out with my other thing. Um, I would be taking videos all the time too. And I would, the next day, I'd like get in my chamber and edit the pictures. And once I was editing videos, mm. it was so disgusting. It was like a video of me drunk. And it's like, hi, how are you? How is the part? You know, like you just hear yourself and you're like, oh my God, like, is that me? Like automatic repulse. And I was like, no, I have to listen to this. Like I have to listen to how I'm being. And that was my slap in the face when I actually heard and saw who I was being. And the thing is that there was countless times that I would wake up and I'd be like, I want to change. I want, I don't want to be this person. I'm not feeling good. I need to change my, my environment and my circumstance. I need to change everything around me. Mm-hmm but you don't do it, right? You just fall right back into that cycle. So you delete phone numbers or you delete this this ideal of yourself that you are and then you wake up the next morning and somebody invites you to party and you're like, yeah. <laughs> so this was the moment that I, I looked at myself on camera and I saw like that was the awareness that just went, now I see. Mm-hmm. I see who I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, I just made the decision that I didn't, want to be that person anymore my desire to change became greater than the desire to remain that same person and until we have that desire right until we make that click of like no I don't want to be this then we stay in the same cycle Mm -hmm. so that's when the inspiration and the passion came in and I was like cool I was passionate about a lot of stuff before and I was passionate about hating myself and passionate about eating bacon you know I can just let's put that on the other side Mm. And that's where the true journey begins, right? <laughs> so what, what, well, where did you start? So I started working out, you know, like everybody, like, mm. 
I'm going to be so aligned. I'm going to heal my unworthiness. I'm going to heal my anxiety. You weren't using those words though. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to become confident. Mm, That's the word. Those are the types of words you were using. I'm going to look hot. I'm going to look this. You started with a base consciousness to some degree, for sure. You have to. Everyone does. You don't ascend through, uh, let me, let me shift my identity. (laughs) Release the resistance. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you're not starting like that's, you know what I mean? Like, because realistically, and and the verbiage has evolved over time too through Mm. just the amount of content that we have online and just the number of people talking about it and the number of like, uh, you know, 14 year old life coaches that we now have online. Mm. But the, but I'm saying, (laughs) I'm saying that with the idea that you started with, okay, I'm going to be confident. I'm going to, I'm going to look good. Yeah. Yeah. Empowered was always my word. Mm. I was like, I'm going to be empowered. Like, I'm going to become a version of myself that's just, like, so fierce. And I would look at calm people. I was always so attracted to just, like, calmness. And I would look at it and be like, that person's so lucky that they're born like that, you know? Mm. I thought it was something that people were just naturally, I I didn't think it was a skill. So I would see it, and I'd immediately feel lack from it. And Mm. I'd be like, shit, like, I I would want to be that, but I can't, you know? I can't. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't. Until you learn, you can, and then, then that's when everything fucking. Pew. But um, <laughs> before that, pew, pew, there's stages before that. Pew. Yeah. So there's that version of uh, I want to lose weight and I want to be confident and I want to. Mm-hmm. It's not even I want to be empowered. It's I want to seem. Yeah. Empowered. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference be of perceived. Perceived. As something. Yeah, and that's it, where I, you said you said something very subtle there, which is. It's not, I want to be in shape. You said, I want to lose weight. Yes. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Right? Most people start at, I, want to I don't want to, it's like, I want to be not something. Mm. I want to not be fat and anxious. I want to not be fat and anxious. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the transition goes of, you know, looking at something that, you know, looking at that calm person and being like, wow, I really, I want, I want to, to, to seem like that instead of be like that. Like, I just want to come off as a, empowered person and I want to come off as somebody who has their shit together instead of actually becoming mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. that's where the first mistake is <laughs> but it's all part of the journey I guess I mean it's right? a, a mistake well yeah we could call it a mistake but it led you to where you're at mm-hmm. so is it a Stepping mistake stone. exactly it's it's a part of the process of of that consciousness that you move through mm. which is like you know one of the ways I became an entrepreneur is because I didn't want to be a nine-to-fiver mm. it's just the truth one of the ways I became an entrepreneur is because I didn't want to sit in traffic just it just was one of my truths. I just did that at eighteen, so I was lucky that for the last fourteen years I've been an entrepreneur, basically. But that that still came from some level of not wanting to be things. Mm. And then there was other things where I was like, I I am a particular thing, mm. and I'm not accepted for that particular thing. So that identity for me was I'm a stoner. I'm mm. not accepted for being a stoner. I can't tell my parents that I'm a stoner. Um, and I wouldn't even use that term anymore, but that's what I term I would have used at the time, which is that I smoke weed regularly. Mm. And I can't tell people, but I also didn't identify fully with going to Foof's and waiting outside and, <laughs> and a super, like an artificial yes. line. I say Foof's is a local bar in Montreal for those who don't know. Fufun. But yeah, Foof's in the creek, which is hilarious, like very grungy. Very bonjour high. <laughs> very bonjour. It's, yeah. it's very bonjour ho. Mm. It's very... <laughs> Yes. Boom, baby! It is the very definition bonjour. of bonjour. It, it is the definition of bonjour. Ho. That, that is hilarious. Snatch. Yeah, well oh done, God. Jordan, on that one. Um, I love that. 
It is I'm very making you a hat that says bonjour ho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. But, I'll take it. So, so, but it's because I didn't identify, I didn't really feel um, accepted as, I wasn't, I wasn't really interested in alcohol that much. Mm. I was much more interested in like going to the bar. I still wanted to go to the bar, but I wanted to go to the bar high and I had a very different mindset mm. where because getting high was changing the way I perceived the world and it also started to change the landscape of like what the rules were. Because mm. the rules were, Drugs are illegal. Drugs are bad. But then I tried it, and it was like, well, actually, they're not that bad. They're they're fairly interesting, and they they kind of like expand your mind. And they lead you to all these other, you know, and the, we call it a gateway drug for a reason. <laughs> it very much so is right. I ended up trying psychedelics and a bunch of other stuff that changed my entire reality. Mm. Like I am definitely, I would definitely credit a huge amount of my shift through my my teenage years and through my life to discovering weed, discovering that the rules didn't always have to be the boy, the same way we thought they had to be. Mm. They didn't, everything didn't have to be played the same way. And I had this kind of duality between going to school and following the traditional path that my parents had always envisioned for me, specifically my mother. And then this other path where I was an entrepreneur working full time and like, oh, well, we don't have enough money to pay Hydro this month. Oh, great, we'll pay them next month. Mm. I was like, what? Wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> you can do that? You just they don't need to pay the bill right now? It's, well, no, it's cash flow or whatever. And we figure things out. Mm. And so there was this like weird scenario where I was living. I kind of like had, there was a difference between what was being told in the books and the book smart side of things mm. versus what was like really happening on the streets. And I don't say that to be, a, to be a gangster. Mm. I say that just Full to rebel. say, just, well, to talk about like the real world. Yeah. Right? So the real world was a little different. And I didn't feel like I fit into most of the reality of the real world because mm. mm. I wasn't like a huge hockey fan, and I wasn't, and I never played and you're hockey. Canadian, so like, yeah, I never played hockey, so I I didn't particularly fit certain molds. Mm. And then I decided I was going to create this other mold. So I was mm. lucky that I that was my reality. It's like the opposite, you and I. You were like expansive, and you're like, wow, I'm going beyond all the rules. And I was like, I am in a little crammed box. Yeah, I was expensive, but I was I was con I contracted in a different way. My contraction was mm. existential uh, existential angst because mm. I'd watched way too many documentaries and I learned too much about the world. I, I like studied too many conspiracy theories, <laughs> whether they're true or not. It didn't matter because mm. it sh it shattered my paradigm of of what was what like it shattered the entire belief structure and system that had been my life mm. to that moment. Define existential, existential existential angst. It means that you're worried about your existence. You're worried mm. about that. Like I didn't want to have kids because I thought that like the world was going to end and kids are a bad idea. And some sometimes I still feel that way to be yeah. honest, right? Like I sometimes I'm like maybe there's too many people on the planet, and then I'm like, well, maybe not though. Like maybe there's other there's kind of this balance that we experience between kind of like the world is going to shit and everything mm. shit, and then the world is beautiful and everything's abundant. And anybody with who's observed at any of their own thoughts at all can kind of feel when you're in one state or the other. And if you're getting really good at it, which I think you've gotten good at it so over time, you can recognize it, name it, and then shift. Mm. You can state shift, which is a core facet of mindset shift, which is a core facet of therefore expanding character, belief, identity, job, career, all the other things that go with that, right? Mm. But for me, that existential angst created this separation between who... I thought I was, which was student, mm. right? For my whole life, I'd been a student. Um, and then, like I said, there, there was this other side of me that was this entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so that dichotomy 
but while going to school full-time, I'm working full-time. The dichotomy of those two identities started to clash. And one of them had a lot of freedom and a lot of expansiveness and a lot of like creativity and a lot of like network and a lot of recognition, but also a lot of hard work. And the other was like this carved out path that, yeah, but that never taught me the real shit. Like I never learned how to pay taxes. Neither mm. did you. <laughs> I never learned how to deal with open a bank account, get a loan, do, do fucking things that everyday people need to do, mm. or even to be happy. <laughs> we don't learn how to. We be don't. Happy. We don't learn anything in school. Nope. In fact, nope. what we learned is how to fill out the, the, the fill the box, yep. fit the label, yep. get the paper that says now you're this label, therefore you can get this job, even though you have no qualifications. Mm. Right? How many people are are graduating as an accountant and have no idea how to do accounting? Mm. Have no no use. They've never used an accounting software. Yet everyone who's doing accounting is using accounting software. So mm. what the fuck? And beyond even that, how many people are saying, I want to be a lawyer and never spent a day hanging out in a law firm or hanging out with a lawyer? Mm. How is this reasonable? It's not. And in America, it's like, oh, let's pile on $200,000 of debt to fuck you, essentially, in every yeah. way. So I had this massive existential crisis that was happening around all paradigms of the system whether it be big pharma or peak oil or money, where money came from, that there's more debt than there is money. And, and we still have that system today, fractional reserve banking. So that idea, all of those ideas, then mixed with the media is lying to us. Mm. We have a narrative problem. We have all these things that are being, every, essentially my life is a lie. Mm. And not only is my, my life is a lie, if everyone lived like me, we'd need five planets to survive. Mm. Like the average Canadian, right? Even me, it's probably even worse, if I'm being honest specifically now and it's not because i'm a terrible consumer or whatever it's just i'm, I'm super fortunate and I, I hire a lot of people and i do a lot of things and this this fucking this has embodied energy it creates mm -hmm. a lot of inspiration i think it does more good than it does harm mm -hmm. and i've planted enough trees to fucking offset all of this <laughs> at this point in my life but but that existential angst led to me starting a movement well it led to mm -hmm. me starting an inner revolution that started an outer revolution inner revolution an internet revolution where I decided that I, if I was going to be this piece of shit, then I had to correct it. <laughs> That's the easiest way to say it. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, most people don't call themselves a piece of shit, but the, yeah, he knows what he is. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan will call it, uh, quantify that for sure. But the, mm. but the, but the idea is I felt guilty, some level of guilt. Now you can call it a privilege guilt. You can call it a white guilt wasn't a white guilt so much as it was a privilege guilt mm. and it was a i know better and therefore i feel i need to do better mm. right like at some point you can't live in the paradigm where it's like I, I fucking know better in the same way that you were like i know better that every time i drink i black out and i don't feel good and i feel shit for hours mm. and i know better that people are treating me like i have confidence but i don't have confidence so at some point the the delta between those like the gap that you're experiencing mm. between one identity or one side of your character and the other side of your character just shatters mm -hmm. and some people shatter and then go into depression and anxiety and challenges and, and they spiral downwards. Mm. I just shattered and got lucky and spiraled upwards. And I, my Instagram account actually started on the farm. My first picture was on the farm. On the farm. It was, it was the only thing I knew how to capture. It was like the story. It was my first ever story. Mm. If that makes sense. I built brands and whatever, but I, it was like the first time I was starting to tell a story. Mm. And uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but the idea, is, but the That's idea is like, a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go on for hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we just keep going. Um, no, but it, it, that identity 
shift or that existential angst, that's where I was going with it, mm. became a negative fuel source that for me literally carried me for the last, well, probably from that moment, let, let's say at 18-ish when I started to feel that existential angst and then I felt it really deeply at like 21 when I was graduating university and 22, 23 when I started the farm at 23. Um, that was like the peak of my of my existential angst and it kind of mm -hmm. continued for a while but that negative fuel source continued basically all the way until like a year ago where I start or two years ago. Negative maybe. fuel source. What I mean by that is I was motivated by anger. Mm. It's... I wasn't building the paradise. I was building the anti-system. Mm. I was building the revolution, not the not the not the not the place where we can go and like find abundance and love. Mm. The place that would be abundant and find have love, but wasn't being built from that place. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. So that sense. transformation of this negative fuel source, meaning, let me show you. Mm. Right, that let me show you energy or that I can do a better energy or that this is wrong and I am right energy, that holier than thou energy. Mm. All of those things had a purpose in my journey, but it was unsustainable. Mm. Although the entire project and farm and all everything about it was about sustainability, <laughs> was about community, sustainability, you know, knowledge. And it was originally called or originally focused on Communities or uh, sustainability, community, knowledge, and action. Those are our four core values that started Bahala, which is the name of the farm. Mm. And that shifted and changed over time, but it only happened, for me, it happened through observing nature. Mm. For me, it happened through uh, heartache. It happened through uh, meeting people who were just smarter than me and meeting people who were mm. experiencing life in a much easier state than I was. Even though I was incredibly successful in all kinds of, and now, I don't want to say everything, but in a lot of things, I was still struggling. Mm. And the entire time I was like living this martyr identity where it's like, I'm going to build the, the new world that's possible in my heart by sacrificing my world. Mm. By sacrificing who I am, my happiness, this, that, the other, whatever it is. I'm going to use my resources to build the fucking better thing. And that's beautiful. It's expiring. A lot of people see that and and see inspiration because they're coming from a negative fuel source too so they understand that inspiration mm. but actually when you start talking like in other language like when you're like oh no my life is super abundant i'm super happy they don't relate anymore mm. i was more popular i could be more popular that's a better way of saying it mm. i could be more popular if i spoke more from the negative fuel source and just like, hey, this is what you could do. You feel this way? You feel like shit? Great. Don't feel like shit. Fuck the man. And I did that. If I moved from that place and I spoke from that place, I would have more views. Negative fuel source. I love that word. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Great. Um, do you feel like 90% of the world is negative fuel source? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 90% of our cars are negative fuel source. Yeah. So it, it, is, like, is that not what drives consumerism? Mm. Is the want... And isn't want a lack of something yes. and therefore a negative fuel source? I mean, look, we, there are things that we need and there are things that we want. And I think there's healthy wants. Mm. There's also healthy needs. But, the, but where that falls and how that falls and why you're doing something, I think, changes the energy behind it and therefore whether it's positive or negative. Because... Mm. 
I truly believe that you can eat bacon and still be totally aligned and still be an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And you can also not eat bacon and be totally aligned and be an amazing person. 100%. And I don't think it makes you a better or worse person that you made a specific choice, mm. but it does or could mean that you're moving from a particular place versus another particular place, meaning negative fuel source or more sustainable fuel source or positive fuel source. Mm-hmm. And so that shit for me is, is actually very recent. Mm. Um, and... So you recently let go of the negative fuel source and replaced it with? Uh, love, intimacy, uh, unconditional love is a better way of saying mm. it. But, the, but intimacy is, for at this moment, is the number one thing that changed that. Mm. Community has always been my guiding, like the, my guardrails. Like if I were, if were bowling and <laughs> if I had those gutter, those gutter rails, you know, gutter guards or whatever, um, community has always been the thing that has kind of steered me Mm. right um and i was just lucky enough to have invested in that in every way Mm. the farm itself me starting on the farm and documenting the journey i want to see this farm (laughs) absolutely yeah absolutely yeah it's beautiful i mean it's it's awesome Mm. it's really cool um they make good eggs we have great eggs yeah chickens i can't chickens oh my god okay. i'm gonna go they're, see the chickens they, they, this is where you can can be more flexible because the chickens were outside and they're well treated and they're, happy. And they're, happy. Yeah, they're happy can i go there with my pig costume and just you know you can and, and is there piggies there? scare the chickens there is no piggies. scare the chickens boo there's no piggies there there's a dog there's Aww, chickens poppers. there's lots of fruit trees and garlic and just mm. a bit of everything kale whatever you name it tomatoes mm. all, all this all the things beautiful yeah amazing so we dove deep into my story. Um, but this, this is not me conversationally guiding people who are here to listen to you. So you start taking pictures. Yes, I start taking pictures. You um, want to be something that you're, you want to start start getting fit. Yeah. So I'm like, out. I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to be so happy and all my anxiety is going to be gone and I'm going to be the best person in the world. Um, the moment that I lose weight, right? So that's automatically, now that's the end goal. And I'm seeing myself, yes, refill, refill. I'm going to play with the microphone in the meantime. Refill, refill. Keep telling me a story. (sighs) All right, so here I am, and I'm like, okay, there's current Aaron, so I'm at point A, and then there's future Aaron that I see as being like a fit person who doesn't have a lot of weight, who can wear jeans, wow, who can wear stuff and like not have like the flub pass over, not be scared to like sit down, you know? That was like my main priority was to just feel comfortable not be scared to sit down yeah because you know like when you're if you're flubby have you have you been flubby i've well my brother would say yes like, mm. like how, how many how many days have you been working out now like 80 uh, years days ago 100 days so before the 100 days no i mean I, I, no i've never been i've never been overweight mm. i've been i've been like yeah, un, unhealthy ish but i've never been overweight so there's like this point where the stomach kind of just like passes over, you yes. know, and you're sitting down and you can just feel it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the, the flubby. Mm-hmm. And whenever I would sit down, I would feel this flubby and I would see it. And I was always so self-conscious. Like I'd always be touching it and I'd be like, oh, like people are seeing it. So I would literally grab like a pillow. I would grab something or I'd be like this. Sit with something in front of you. Yeah. So people are like, why are you holding a pillow? And wow, I'm like, you just made me so, so conscious of the fact that I, there's a ton of women that I know that do do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We do it subconsciously too, you know? I like, literally never thought about that. Yeah. 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 People out there realize that if you see somebody trying to hide, hide something. something in front of them. 
Yeah. Wow. I know. It's really sad. <laughs> it's really, really sad. And, and it could start from that and then it becomes a force of habit and yeah, you don't know why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah. When I was losing weight, I was still grabbing the pillow. Mm. And then somebody would be like, why are you holding a pillow? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. But then it clicked, right? Once you, you become aware. unconscious pattern. Yeah. Wow. Like okay. unconscious pattern of going to stores and still buying large clothing. But you, so you started losing weight, but you just started going to the gym on your own? So here's the story. So I wanted to become fit Aaron and then I'm here and I was like, cool, what's the path to get there? So I go on bodybuilder.com, mm. right? You know it? Mm. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The land where dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> the land where or your the, form goes to shit. Yeah, or false so. ideals. Oh yeah, so yeah. bodybuilding.com, you know, the protein powder. So I become like a gym bro. I'm like chicken. I need chicken all the time. I need chicken, broccoli, rice, chicken, broccoli, rice. And the thing is, I'm a, I'm a deep diver. I'm mm -hmm. a deep, so you dedicated just went diver. straight into the deep end. I went straight from being overweight to being completely underweight and unfed and just like fucking at the gym so all the time. Drained, so drained. And now all of this lack and the anxiety and well, what you might've gotten a little terms. bit better to some degree. Your anxiety yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're working out. But it just converted itself into something else. A new form of anxiety. A new form. We'll call it gym angst. <laughs> mm. It converted into this space where I was like, if I don't go to the gym today. No bueno. No bueno. I'm not me. I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not at peace. Oh, wow. So it just kind of converted. And yes, like every day got better and better and better because I was feeling more confident in the determination that you gain to go to the gym every day and to be there for yourself is a journey within. Mm -hmm. Right. But there is still that. I want to get to to the point where I'm confident and I'm happy, you know, just, just happy. Mm. So then here you are busting your ass off, going to the gym twice a day. I got into like five, three, one. And somebody was like, you need to be really advanced and like really strong. And I was like, I'm strong. Done. I can do it. Challenge so I'm here accepted. like power negative. Let me show you. Energy. Oh yeah. What, what did you call it? The let negative? Me, no, negative fuel source, but a ne negative let me, uh, let me, uh, uh, let me show you energy. Negative fuel source. Mm -hmm. I'm, holding on to that word and that's exactly what it was. It was a fuel source of of neediness and and having to show myself in a certain way and you know going to the gym when you start to to lose weight and stuff you start to get all like too mm -hmm. ego confident and I was like I can lift so much. So I started doing powerlifting. Wow. With very improper form. <laughs> I like googled 5 through 1 and here I am like bench pressing like like 90 pounds and I'm like, oh, I'm so strong and I'm, I'm still like this, right? Cause I was overweight, like my boobs were huge. I was always carried down and I was super, super not confident. So I was consciously closed off. So when you go into the gym with that closed offness, mm. now you're taking all of that, how can I call it, lack and you're transferring it into, into your body. physical weights. form. Yeah, and into, into physical form. And it's interesting because it's kind of just the concept of like, yeah, you're still going to the gym, but your, your posture, your physiology, like the way you stand is still the same. So what does that prove? You know, I'm here and I lost all the weight, but I'm still crouched like this when I enter a room. So here I am working out, I'm doing flies and I'm like this. And like, people must've been so cringed out watching me. <laughs> and I um, overdid it. And then I got a back injury. And so- um, Deadlifts? Yeah. You were doing deadlifts, deadlifts and doing back injury? Doing deadlifts, back injury. Mm -hmm. Super, super hunched forward. And I kept going. And I just kept oh. going. And I went to go see physio and they're like, no more, like no more. And then it's just going, 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 going until one day you crash. So then, you know, you get to that point where you're working so hard 
And here I am eating just chicken. I'm literally waking up in the middle of the night to drink a protein shake and going back to bed. I have an alarm, my protein alarm. Wow. Yeah. I would eat half a tub of cottage cheese before bed. What? Because <laughs> somebody said it would help you grow muscles while you sleep. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I dove deep. I did like the six weeks to shreds program, also known as like six weeks, don't eat, overtrain your body and like just completely destroy your inspiration levels. And this was all the negative fuel energy that you were saying before. That is what I was backed with. Like that is what like- Kept you like, alive. Yeah, like going to the gym, like I was inspired, you know? And every day I was like, wow, like I'm doing this for myself. This is so good. But meantime, you're getting validation online because mm, you're yeah. posting pictures now. Oh yeah. Because now you're in front of the camera. Mm, yeah, so now I'm starting to go in front of the camera and I post my first picture of like, I lost weight and I'm just there like in the uh. mirror my super dirty broom. And I'm like, here's me. Yeah. And then all the people the were Instagram following me lights up and they're like, wow, wow. wow. Bacon girl it's is hot. now losing weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then that's when I gained even more followers, you know? So all the bacon people are now kind of, they're still there because they're like, wow. But now I'm getting all the people that are like, oh, weight loss inspiration Fit, and fitness. Yeah. And mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm attracting more of those people. And so I had a personal trainer. So I finally, a personal trainer came to see me and he was like, what are you doing? You know, you need You're my crazy. help. <laughs> You're a crazy bitch. You crazy. Yeah. Like literally, what are you doing? Like there's so many times that he stopped me and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just trying something new. Like I try to make up my own workouts that I thought were logical to help me lose more weight. Like I would lift a weight and then try and like run at the same time, you know? You're so hilarious. People would go I like, love how creative it is. You, I, you are that person though. For sure you're that person. Oh yeah. yeah. It went so hard that I ended up hurting myself. But you know, at least the creativity was there. And so this trainer came and he saw me and he's like, you need me. And I was like, yes, I do. Okay, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna admit it. And then there comes that point too that you kind of drop your ego and you're like, I, I do need help, you know? Mm. So I accepted his help and he was a very interesting trainer. Um, he was my first one. Right. And then I'm talking to him about food and I'm already very clearly going through food struggles. Right. Cause I just went from, you know, all my unhealthy eating patterns of eating too much to now eating not enough. Mm. And I guess he didn't know that, but I asked him, my main question was like, can I eat muffins? Like that was the first thing I was like, I fucking love muffins. <laughs> and <laughs> I started making my own healthy muffins. I went to liquid nutrition for the first time. My sister was vegan and she brought me and she was like my inspiration. I was like, wow, she's so healthy and fit. Mm -hmm. And older I got to sister? liquid nutrition, older sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I got there and there was de desserts mm -hmm. and I was like, are these healthy? And she was like, yeah. I was mind blown. Wow. Mind blown. I love desserts. Love, love, love desserts. And I was like, what's in them? And she was like, bananas and dark chocolate and oatmeal. And I was just like, whoa, what a life. <laughs> like what a life that I've not been into for way too long. So I got super, super passionate oh. about that. I dove deep. I went home. I did so much research on healthy baking and that became my thing. So now all of a sudden you're a foodie. Ah, oh, so now all of a sudden I'm eating desserts that feel good and I'm starting to find joy, right? So I'm at this place where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to find balance. I'm making cottage cheese pancakes, but at least I'm trying to do something different. And then I get this trainer and I ask him about my muffins and I'm like, oh, I'm making muffins and, you know, I'm really inspired by it. But when, when, sh when during the day should I eat it or like once or twice a week? You know, I'm just, I, I need a structure for it. Mm. And he looks at me and he's like, never. No muffins. No muffins? What? <laughs> No muffins. <sighs> My life is ruined. And I'm like, but it's, it's, it's banana muffin. And he was like, how many bananas are you eating? And I was like, probably like two a day. You know, I have like my banana smoothie in the morning and then 
banana, banana muffin. Banana muffin at night. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's way too much. Like, you need to cut it to half a banana. And I'm just like, mind blown, right? I finally started to find stability. And here is this trainer telling me that, like, basically, like, no, like, I'm... No, you're fucking All my fitness will be gone if I eat two bananas a day. So I follow this um, regime, this restriction. Mm-hmm. And I go into this state of not eating bananas and being really sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I crash, obviously, and I run to the Depinar, the Dep. <laughs> Do you have any followers in the U.S.? I have followers everywhere. Yeah. It was a, if you guys don't know what the Dep is, because... It's the corner Depinar. store, the bodega. Yeah, the bodega. So okay. I go to bodega and I buy cookies. I buy immediate release um, to be... Mm-hmm. Not release, immediate... Satisfaction. Yeah. The, the crack of sh- food. Gratification. Yeah. Sugar. Station. Sugar. Yeah. Give me sugar so, now. Give me sugar now. And Light now my there's... my brain up like cocaine <laughs> now. Now. Need it. Need it. <laughs> now. Need my muffins. <laughs> but now I have no muffins because the trainer told me I wasn't allowed to. Mm. So I go. So every once in a while, you, now you start cheating, essentially. So now I binge. Mm-hmm. Now I'm binging. And I'm like, if I just had a fucking muffin two days ago when I actually wanted it, I would have ate it in a healthy way. So then mm. that's when it... The little, the little light clicked. And I was like, wait, if I just were to had just my fucking muffins. one muffin that I like. So I stopped seeing that trainer, obviously. And I was kind of like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. And that's the first time that I experimented with my own health. And before it was all bodybuilding. Like, I'm just doing what people are telling me. And I'm, you know, reading these things online. And now I finally gained a little bit more inspiration to do what feels right to me. And it was desserts. Mm. <laughs> it was desserts. And I was like, I... I'm so passionate. That's such a fucking hilarious. I love how you went from bacon to cottage cheese (laughs) to muffins to desserts. Yeah. In this, in this, I like that there's like in your timeline, there's like a food. Oh yeah. Yeah. Food is life. I uh, still, I still eat muffins. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist, plot twist. I am a muffin. (laughs) I am a muffin. Within. Now she's going to pull out a muffin muffin mask. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's muffin time. I I wouldn't be surprised. I would not. I do have dark chocolate in my bag. It's true. You she know? brought dark chocolate. You did this. You came prepared. I yes. will say. So now I'm at now the stability of being able to have chocolate, but it all came from going through those times of restricting myself and then gaining the experience myself of, of knowing yep. that it's, it's not about the restrictions. It's about how much love you can put in dessert <laughs> basically. And so I started putting the desserts online. I started making desserts. I would got really passionate about it. I started making banana. Um, and online means Instagram specifically. In- Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, the IG. Instagram. I started posting, there was black bean brownies, Ooh. avocado stuff. Mm-hmm. And I started posting them and then I gained even more followers. Hashtags. So then that's, yeah, that's when the the followers started to grow. I don't even like calling them followers. I like calling them like supporters, friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah, friends, yeah. yeah. So that's when the friends started to grow. And I got approached by a company. Um, I'm not going to name the name. But I got approached by a company and they were like, hey, like we have protein powder. Ooh. And we would love it if you put it in your desserts because we are noticing from the hashtags that you're putting and your, your stuff is really out there and people really like it. Mm-hmm. So how and about... First sponsored Ooh, influencer deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm famous. <laughs> this is it. My big break. I'm going to make muffins for a living and I'm going to get paid for it. So I'm right. like, how am I going to add protein powder into this? So now I'm starting to make desserts and I have to put the little stupid fucking bag in the corner. Right. And mm. it has to say the brand. So muffins, usually I'd get deep, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I see the chocolate chips. And now you have to see the bag. You have to see the bag with the brand. And now I'm, I'm how much were they paying you for this? So they were basically give me free protein powder and I would get the commission. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah, they were fucking mm. you. Yeah. 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 And so at that point, I was probably, let's say, 5K. I was at 5,000 followers. And they were also giving me advice on how to grow. So they were like this community. And Ooh. yeah, and then you get into the group with all the girls, with all the all the Insta-famous girls that yeah. are like 100,000. We're going to like share each other's content. You'll like yeah. my thing in a DM group and nah, 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 And then it started to grow. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to comment on your thing and you comment on mine, but I'm not going to comment on yours if you don't comment on mine. Yeah. And what you comment, how many emojis you put, I'm going to put the put exact the same, same amount. amount. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You nailed that one. I love how you just like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You gave, that's a real, that's real talk right there. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a real thing. Oh, yeah. That was like a period of time on Instagram mm. where, where, um, bot follower, follow and follow things. Yeah. All those things were a thing. Uh, yeah. Like uh. for like, follow for follow. Like yeah. for like, follow like for like, follow, for follow like. but also DM engagement groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the, 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 we're dating this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So now this is coming into the point where, okay, well, the only way I can grow is if I have other people. So, you kind of start this little community. You start this little uh, engagement group and then you start to share, but then you also start to compare. Mm. So then you see these girls with 100,000 followers and they're all bootalicious, you know, and they're just squatting in front of the camera. And like, so, now yeah. I have to do this. No, yeah, great. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to share my muffins. <laughs> sure, I'm being a big costume and dance. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to post my muffins, not to show my ass. Oh, and they're sending me active wear, and they're telling me what to do in it. So, Ooh. yeah. So they launched an active wear brand too. So now they send me the active wear, mm. and they're like, "Okay, Aaron. Like, obviously, like you worked out, you have a nice body. Now you're gonna promote our active wear." And I'm like, "Great! I'm gonna get free clothes. This is lit. Like, this is all I've ever dreamed of. Right? I love clothes." And there was a guideline. Okay, so I got the activewear and then the guideline was like, okay, make sure you set up your camera low enough mm. so that they can see your ass, basically. Like, make sure the camera is set that, low. Basically. Basically, yeah. That. Make sure that it's angled so that, like, it's, it's a flattering position on the side. Like, basically to make sure people see your ass and that you're squatting in front of the camera. That's all that matters, you know? Wow. Yeah, and then I got the activewear and <laughs> I made a video. I... W we can go back and find it at some point, but it's so cringy. I'm just like on a couch with my shoes. And some people commented like, this girl's wearing her tennis shoes inside of her house. Like, how dare she? And I got so oh much my like, God. yeah, oh my God. That was a Canadian commenting. Oh my God. Tabarnak. <laughs> 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 no, but it's only because Canadians, Canadians actually take off their shoes in the house, whereas Americans will wear shoes inside the house. Really? It's a, it's a thing, yeah. Mm. Americans Americans are more likely to wear shoes inside the house, whereas the Canadians, we take them off instantly. Oh, well, the Canadians just- It's because we have snow. Gave me a hard time. We just, we just have snow. Yeah. And so Rocks, nobody's like- Salt. Yeah, nobody's coming into your house wearing shoes. Very true. Because that's just that's just how it happened. Well, my shoes were clean, so you know, get off my back, people. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm doing this like Bad booty job. fucking workout on a couch, and I'm like booty on a couch. Uh, three moves to gain your 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 biggest butt, you know, big booty, big dreams. Mm. Yeah. So it was shitty, but then I started expanding, right? So then I'm like, I'm gonna do a video in my pig costume. And they're like, okay, now you have to do the active wear and the pre-workout and the protein powder. So protein powder, I'm like, cool, I'm gonna put it in my um, muffins somehow. Um, even though it didn't taste the best, you know, I try to figure out ways around it to just put it in there. So now I'm altering my content. Yeah, your message. Your my message, message shifted. Yeah, my, mm -hmm. not only my message, but my creation, yeah. my intention behind it. Now Literally I'm not doing it. Your art is being impacted. My muffins are ruined. <laughs> of all the things that you would my ruin, Aaron, don't ruin the muffins. My muffins. <laughs> tragic. 
Oh, that Absolutely is tragic. Absolutely tragic. That is tragic that you ate subpar muffins. Yeah. Yeah. so funny. Some of this stuff was good. Um, sure. But, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But not all of it. We'll put it that way. I, so, I <laughs> protein muffins. But, but oh, that's so, uh, that makes me, my skin is crawling inside because it's like, wow, this tastes great. Because I'm sure that that's what you have to post. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not yeah. like, well, it's kind of like a foreign dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're not like, it I made these like mothers in a foreign dead. Uh, but <laughs> buy the protein powder. Yeah, like for sure. So you're essentially, you're over, you're inflating, mm. right? You're kind of inflating the. I'd be like, it's optional. Like uh, hint, hint, like don't optional. put it in, yeah, you know? Optional. Message the people like privately, like don't put it in. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do it. Yeah. So now I'm starting to post videos and it used to just be, this was my theme, a picture of me. Yeah. Food, picture of me, food, picture of me, food. So I thought it was really cool to look at my profile and be like, Muffin Aaron, Muffin Aaron. And I made it like all cool and creative. Yeah, the Instagram, like nice little diamond mm. grid or so did the three in one. Exactly. Or then every once in a while you have like a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you just have muffins all, like one yeah, strip. Yeah. Like I Muffins. 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 It's muffin week. Yeah. I used to get really creative and I loved that. And then they were like, Aaron, you need to start making workout videos. Ooh. And that's when the whole like, you know, squat in front of the camera and the activewear thing came in. And I was like, I'm not much of a camera person. Mm. Uh, I was like, I'm honestly like a little bit anxious. I don't feel comfortable. And, you know, and they're like, we're going to have to get over that. You know? We're paying you nothing. We're but. paying you nothing. We're sending you protein powder and see-through activewear. So, you know, step your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I put on wow. the activewear. Yeah. And I do this video of me like running with um, my partner at the time had, what's it called? The, the, the things that go in the air? Drone. Oh. A drone. So we make this epic video where it's like me with like, you know, I'm shaking the drink and I'm drinking it. And I'm like, yeah. I was going to say the brand. I'm not going to say it. And then I'm like, uh, yeah. Like a shake weight commercial. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And then the drone flies in the air. So I'm like working out by the water. Oh, wow. And the drone is following me. So and it's beautiful. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I send it to them and they're like, Aaron, we just want you to squat in front of the camera. And I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Like, this is so lit. And they're like, no, like people won't relate to that. It's true. People won't relate. They won't want to buy stuff from you if but, you're. But they're 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 not. They're, wrong. they're not wrong. But that's not what I wanted to do. I get that, but that's so fucking like back to what I was saying earlier. It's like it's crazy that if I spoke from a negative fuel source, meaning if I just like approached my storytelling from the perspective of negativity, aka scale the villain. If yeah. I just like take the villain, and, you you you're not enough. You should buy my thing. No 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 yeah. no, no no. Five ways you could be rich tomorrow. It's like okay. If yeah. I spoke like that more, I would actually make more money. Mm. But how do I not do that? Yeah. Right? So this is the, that's the first moment you notice that fully. Yeah. You might have, you, I mean, you were kind of noticing it before, but that's when you're like, okay. That's when you're faced with it. Yeah. That's when you're like embodying it and you're living it. And then you're just Am I like, the influencer or am I the person influenced? Exactly. Mm. Am I that, what's it called? The product or the... Ooh. Am I the? Oh, uh, damn. Am I the seller of the product? <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. okay. I'm gonna say, you're gonna say that one again. Am I the seller or am I the, the product? product? You were definitely the product. I was the product. I was the product selling the product to more products. Oh. It's a chain of products. God. And where's the value in that? Oh. Where's the inspiration in Production. that? But boo delicious. But what about production booty? value? What mm. about what about big booty? Big booty, big dreams. <laughs> big wow. booty, big gold, big dreams. <laughs> new year, new booty. Like that's all that matters at this point, right? Oh, okay. So so then you have this realization. 
So then everything's shitty and I'm like, mm, okay, I'm getting active wear and I'm getting free protein powder. Mm. Um, but is it really worth it? And then I went out, right? It's really funny because it was actually there. That's and so I post a story of me and my friends dancing. And then the person that was in charge of the company messages me and he's like, you can't have that on your platform. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. Not allowed to post any partying. Not allowed to have a life. Only fitness. Only healthy. Only healthy stuff. Big even, even though I want to meet you at the bar. Yeah. Like the person who's watching is like, I want to see this person at the bar so yeah. I can hook up with them. But, but. We only want to see them. Yeah. Working out on their couch. Like that's all we want to see. Right. And I was, that was another moment that I got pulled back and I was like, wow, okay. Like, um, is this even my page anymore? Like how much are you paying me to now dictate my page? And I will give them this, like they did help me grow my page. You know, the video thing was, it helped me get out of my comfort zone and the engagement group was really good too. But then I found myself being in an engagement group where people are like, oh guys, I really want to lose like five pounds next week. Like, what do I do? And the other girl's like, just eat chicken. Like just eat chicken for the next week. And then I'm just there and I'm like- Get everything else and just celery juice. Just celery juice. And I feel bad if they're watching this. No, they're not going to watch this. But- <laughs> No, they're not watching this. No, Nobody watches and if they're, this. And, and if they're- <laughs> No, and it- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Christ. I God am. This guy Future motherf- me. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers <laughs> collecting a paycheck over here being like, nobody's watching this, but whatever. I'm, I'm selling out to it. the soul too. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going to Egypt next week. Like, or whatever, you know? Oh, fuck me. Jeez. All right. Uh, Tangent. Uh, no, people are watching this. But if they're watching it. Hi, people. If they're watching it. when Whoever's watching it. Because mm. somebody's watching this. If they're seeing this. If you're hearing yeah. this conversation, they're watching this. Yeah. Or they're listening to it, at least. Yeah. Um, they're, they've already understood. Uh, they're, they're shifting. Yeah. They've shifted, too. Yeah. That's why they're not in the engagement groups anymore. So, That's why probably none of them are. are well, they're are not in engagement groups because it's not working anymore. No, can't, can't do it anymore. No, no. So you're in this engagement group and all that matters is that you comment on somebody's thing. So they comment back and then you're all Algorithms. Just, yeah. You've, you've, now you're like, oh God. And then the one girl that has a hundred thousand followers, you're all like, oh my God, please, praise, please, praise. Oh my God, she's so, she's so popular. Please comment on my thing so please. I get more fun. <laughs> That's all that matters. And yeah, I get that. It was, it was just booty. Like that was the. Sell me your booty. That was that was the only thing about the page, and it's discouraging when you're somebody who's trying to actually. But it's sold fucking product help. though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it sold so much, and then at a certain were you point, like getting, making enough money that you had you had no other job? No, 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 because I was. You were also living at home. I say home like family or something. Or yeah, were you, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had my my other job at the time, and this was kind of just like my side hustle. Ooh. You know, like I wasn't making enough income to to make it on my own with Instagram. Yeah. At that point, right and. To see somebody who is clearly making it on their own, who's like making a killing and is now like, you know, investing money in like house and all this stuff, like a thousand dollars is what she would charge per post just to have like her ass and like a product, right? Booty Booty. and picture and uh, protein shake. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I messaged in the group at a certain point, I was like, I'm not getting as much engagement as, as you, like I might be getting people that are more like interested you know people that i'm more like uh, i communicate with and they message me and they're like oh you know but i don't have a lot i don't have a lot of people mm-hmm. and i was like how, how can i change that and they're like you literally just to need to post more pictures and like bikinis and show your ass more and booty pop and all that stuff and i was like booty pop what does that mean <laughs> that's where the booty popping came in so then i got into that you know and then i was like okay well this is what i need to do to booty now pop. be recognized so now we took all of my 
lack and anxiety and we put it into the gym and then the gym didn't suffice. So we put it on Instagram and now all of a sudden, okay, so I'm like future me is going to be so joyful and happy and she's going to be skinny. And she's and then making $1,000 a post. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you get there and you're just like, mm, mm, how do I still feel shitty? You know, so then you go to the next thing that's not going to make you feel shitty, but then you still, you still have that. Uh, what did you call it before? The negative fuel? Negative fuel source. Negative fuel source. Mm -hmm. So now the negative fuel source was just converted into now having to booty pop on Instagram to gain validation without, so that I can finally feel fulfilled within. And so I start trying to booty pop and I have cringy pictures and like the background's blurred out, you know, and um, it did work. I gained a whole bunch of creepy followers, really creepy followers, a whole bunch of creepy comments. Yeah. And to the point where I started blocking people, you know, like people would send me messages and I would get scared and I'm like, my information's on here. You know, like I, I would just didn't Ugh. feel right. Yeah. So I would um, block them and then I'm like, wait, okay. So here I am. Trying to gain followers trying to gain them. at the same time, but I'm blocking them. Then I'm blocking them and at the same time. Guess qui se passe. And it was, it was a trap for a while to try and find myself within my page who I actually wanted to be. So then I would have dessert, me, workout. And I always wanted to, to post me um, like dancing. I did one in my pig costume where I'm dancing where I'll actually show you after. Mm -hmm. And I had the pre-workout and I thought that was really funny. I'm like pre-workout and it's like, what you gonna do with that dessert? <laughs> do that, do buddy, that, you know, like in the pig costume and I'm just like dancing and I sent it to them and they're like, Aaron, we just want you squatting. Like it's not just hard. booty pictures. No pig. <laughs> yeah. So then you kind of get into that. Because it really is hilariously exactly the opposite thing that they want. Yeah. Because <laughs> a pig is like the exact not the exact thing opposite. that they want. Yeah. It's not booty. That is so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So fell into that trap for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it didn't didn't give me much, right? Yeah. Didn't give but you me had much. followers. But I had followers, you know? So I would meet people and then <laughs> some of my friends would be like, oh my gosh, she's Instagram famous. And people would be like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. great. <laughs> Mega imposter syndrome. Ooh, Mega just- Now came back again another way. Oh yeah. Mega imposter syndrome from getting stuff from companies and being like, wow, wow, like stress. Like, how am I going to make this work? How yeah. am I going to prove to them that I'm worthy of, of representing their brand, mm. you know? And then now this imposter syndrome just continues and the lack continues until eventually I get to the point where I have 10,000 followers on Instagram. I'm working at a job that I love. I have great people around me. I have the body of my dreams and I'm still in lack. Mm -hmm. And what, like what the fuck? Like what, you know, you kind of, and then you get frustrated and you're like, I did everything. Like I, now I'm, I'm doing little meditation. Celery. I ate the celery. I oh God! Banded bananas. <laughs> oh God! I did it all. I did it, and you're so frustrated. I remember looking in the mirror and being like, "Why?" And I was so angry, and I was like, "Why am I having a panic attack?" Like I would be working, and I would stop breathing. So again, that's that's mm -hmm. what I learned back in the my first story. Yep. So then I'd get into this point, and even then, I was still like, "This can't be anxiety. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with me." My fingers would get purple, and I would get like crinkly. Ooh. Yeah, and then I, I was at work, and I was like, "I don't know what's happening." And thankfully, like best boss in the world was like, "My dear, 
you you are just you're just having a panic attack like it's okay and then when you're in it you're like no like i'm dying like this is it this is the end and then the cleaning lady's like she's dying call an ambulance and i'm just like like <laughs> trying to be them in the bathroom literally literally fainting like i'm losing consciousness because i'm just such in a state of stress and fight or flight my cortisol is like woo party you know <laughs> So then, thankfully enough, they were like, let's bring you upstairs to a room because I worked in a hotel, right? So they're like, oh, let's put you in the room. Let's bring you some tea. Like, they were so kind mm. and so compassionate. And then the boss was like, let's play tic-tac-toe, you know? And that's when I started to understand anxiety because he had moved through it and he started to explain to me what it was instead of just the doctor being like, anxiety, here's, yeah, here's some pills that you can take like you're fucked up, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I actually started to get a different point of view on it and I started to get a little bit more inspired at that point. And... Yeah, I'm like, what, what point of the story do you want to say? I mean, hey. I, mean I think so the ultimate question say. is, did the tic-tac-toe work? It really worked. It really, really worked. So when, do you still feel like you have anxiety? Do I still play tic-tac-toe? And do you still play, <laughs> like, what do you do when you have anxiety now? So now it's so different because um, I don't call it anxiety anymore. I just call it resistance. So, Ooh, yes. And I, oh, oh. See there, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, there, there, hey, there, see, hey, see here. Hey, that that, hey, that was a hey. what we call a reframe. See, this frame and then that frame. Reframe. That was a reframe. Yes. Well done. I okay. All right. So you're using some, some, some NLP techniques or whatever. Yeah. You're reframing stuff uh, in your mind. Great. Yeah. So it's resistance. And it's it's so simple. It's just when there is a me, a true me. Mm-hmm who is, you know, in my wholeness and is the light. Mm -hmm. And then there's actions and behaviors and thoughts that are not me. And when I'm in that, when I'm in that um, goblin, we'll call it the resistance goblin. Ooh, I like that. That's, that's when I start to feel disconnected. Mm. So it's just, it's just not in alignment. It's just a different vibration. It's just that we've set ourselves in a different wavelength. And it's so like, I wish somebody would have told me this when I was 15. I wish that somebody would have just stopped me and been like, hey, you are not anxiety. You are moving through it. You are just shifting from your true potential. You're just not in alignment with who you actually are. You're not up to date with mm. your worthiness. You're not there yet. So it doesn't mean that you don't have potential. It doesn't mean that you're doomed to a life of anxiety. Opposite, it means that you have so much potential and you're not claiming it. So your body's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you start to feel anxious. And now the difference is that when that happens, it's not the negative base fuel anymore that's behind that. Because before it'd be, why am I like this? Why am I anxious? I'm doing so much to change here. Nothing's changing. Mm -hmm. It got to the point where now it's like, okay, I love myself so much and I'm clearly going through something. What's wrong? What, how are you not in alignment with yourself right now? And what can you do to get there? So instead of looking at myself being like, fat piece of shit, you suck, you know? <laughs> now I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. Like, how can I be there? Like, what's up, girl? Like, literally just talking to yourself and acknowledging the vibrations are different. Okay, cool. How? Why? What can you do to change it? Mm. I'm going to cry. That was so powerful. That was so powerful. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe worked. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you... You use humor as a way of, um, I'll say something about you if you will, will allow. Um, you use humor as a way of sometimes hiding the, uh, the deep work that you've done. Oh, yes. And that was really powerful. Mm, thank you. Yeah. I just want to see, like, I acknowledge the mm. way that you communicate, the way that you're, like, now, like, really clear 
about the feeling that you're moving through, mm. the reframe. Like you're doing these things that you didn't name. I'm naming them for mm. you in a sense. But the idea of you transitioning through this story and through these identities and through like, because what I see is like you would probably have a lot of anxiety when you're out of alignment as well, mm -hmm. right? You can call it resistance. One piece of that is resistance, but yeah. you feel resistance when energy's trying to flow through your body. If you want to see it as chakras, let's say behind mm. you, right? Chakra. The chakras. <laughs> They're moving through, through the chakras. They're all blocked yeah. <laughs> by <Yeah>. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> No, Literally. at this point it was cottage cheese and, bucket <laughs> and muffins. Three scoops yeah, of protein was, powder. Like. Just, you're backed up with too many bananas. Too My much farts banana. were so bad. <laughs> I would go to the shot and literally I'd go to the bathroom and then I oh, <laughs> fart and like all of the girls God. in there would start screaming. Oh and like, it was so bad. God. I had to get out. And then my friend comes and sits next to me and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I farted in there and it's so bad <laughs> that I had to get out and come out here. And then you see all the girls go ah, and they all run out of the bathroom scared. It's oh. not so bad. My God. Cottage cheese farts. But not only that, protein powder. Like Protein powder, cottage cheese farts mixed with banana. My friends did not muffins. like me. No. My friends did no. not no. like me anymore. No. Yeah. There's like a procedure, that's you know, why, like that's on the why dance you were floor. famous on Instagram, not so much at the chat. Yeah, not at the chat. There was a procedure. My friends were like, okay, and if you fart while you're dancing, you need to go away and count to five. Out. So I'd leave in the corner, I'd be like, one. So, you know, guys comes to see you like, what are you doing in the corner? I'm literally counting down the seconds because I farted and I need to go back on the dance floor to see my friends. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so that's my personal story. Oh, thanks for but sharing. I'm um, not like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved past it. New year, new me. Let's be clear, you still your, fart. Your You're just not horrible. Just no more. Yeah. Done forever. <laughs> <laughs> we found the woman that doesn't fart. <laughs> oh my God. It's my superpower. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. My hair is getting caught in the microphone. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Uh, where <laughs> that were was we? A good, that was a very good tangent. I love how you um, said that I mask my um, my you, growth with humor and I'm like, I fart. Exactly, <laughs> which I was about to say. Exactly. It got too deep. To uh, it, is that got we, too deep. That you, you, well, no, but it's not, it's not that you're masking it. It's that it's actually, what's interesting about your humor and your, your character, your positivity, essentially and this kind of bubbly character that you have is that it's actually incredibly attractive and magnetic from the perspective of like people are at home in a state where they're scrolling mm. and they're like, wow, this person's literally bouncing. <laughs> like, cause you're fucking, you're shuffling all over the fucking place. Like, no, 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 no. Wow, wow, wow. So fun. And you're, you've got this positivity that they're, you're beaming at them when they're probably in a state where they're like, they're fucking looking at their phone mm. in the fucking shit position and like horrible posture and all the things. Cause that's just like, that's probably most people's states in that, in that reality. It hit me in the heart. And then, and because you no longer want to do the booty picture to some degree. And it's, mm. you, you have like fitness pictures or whatever, which are still attractive from the perspective of like pure sexual, let's say lower chakra kind of whatever. Mm. But it doesn't, but that's not what you're selling anymore. Mm -mm. It is actually now the creativity, the positivity mm. and the humor, the yeah. fun, essentially the joy is the way you would, you would term it. Joy awakening. Um, joy, empowerment, those words that are all on, all on your, see, empowerment coach, joy awakener, so see, right? These words, these words, yep. brilliance, exactly. But those, those words are mm. actually what people are receiving now. Mm. Right? And it's, it's what they're feeling too. It is what they're feeling. I could, I could say that when I watch some of your Instagram stories, there's a sense 
mm. that you're having a really good time. Mm. And part of me wants to join you in that good time. <laughs> I want to cry. That's because <laughs> you I- could totally cry if you need to. But but it, but it's true. I think that there's a real feeling that we don't see online enough, mm. and the authenticity of that, and then the mix of. And I love that. This mm. is the other thing I think you do really well. You just use terminology that is so. I other people call it vulgar. Mm. I f- call it real, raw. Isn't maybe the best medium word there? You're just like willing to be like, yeah. Sometimes days are shit. Mm. Shit shovel. <laughs> yeah, but that lands. That lands. Rose gold shit shovel. And it and it hits you different. Like even when I said it earlier, I said it. I used the term you used, mm. which is like oh, I was a shitty person. And you're like, wow, fucking that hit me. Like, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah. But you're doing that exact same thing all the time. Like, I I see, like, look, I, I'm, if there's anything I do well, it's I understand psychology and I understand stories. And I understand how that is happening or permeating through social media, mm. specifically. And, and you're, like, effectively creating you've got like this magic mix <laughs> no protein powder uh, protein powder optional it's a really <laughs> cottage cheese parts in the, in the which mix might be the name of this podcast protein powder optional but uh, but uh, that's a good name but the, sponsored yeah but but the idea of of your like your kind of your your mix of content is mm. actually landing in a way because it's bringing an authentic real my life isn't perfect, but every once in a while it feels really awesome. And every once in a while I'm really grateful. Mm. And every once in a while I kind of feel this resistance. I saw today you're you talking about like, it's snowing outside and it's cold and I fucking hate cold. <laughs> but fuck it, I love cold. And now I'm going to like reframe that. Mm. I'm going to change my story around it. I'm going to become the person who loves cold now. I'm going to mm. become the person who embraces the cold. And I'm going to go out there and say bonjour hi mm. to all the things that I disliked that I'm now finding a way to like. Mm, I like that. We should write that bonjour high to all of the new potentials. Yeah. There's so many things I want to say to that. First of all, there, it hits me so emotionally when we talk about stuff like this. And I think it's so interesting that when we were talking about the beginning of the story, mm-hmm. I didn't, there's like this certain, how can I call it? My eyes kind of go like this, you know, mm-hmm. like just they, they focus. When I get to this point where I feel like passionate mm-hmm. and when I feel very direct and there's some things you were saying before about, you know, the school education and stuff, I felt my eyes get into that focus mode. It's like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It kind of did the opposite in that in the beginning when we were talking about the story because it felt like, you know, I'm living it again. And mm. there was, I was even like, you know, getting a little bit shaky. Like you would start to re-experience that story as you say it. And I noticed that when I started talking about my current self, I got into this place of like, <clears throat> like my voice is more powerful. Like I started talking more directly and it just proves that the vibration that we set ourselves in the stories that we tell have such a big effect it is insane insane literally impacts every component of the way you told the story (sighs) when you told the story when you got to the point of the empowerment piece past the booty pictures past Mm. the blah 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 blah, when you and then you just you spoke what i would consider to be from like an inspirational place it's because you spoke from an empowered place with the eyes (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you did like if i I'm, I'm i pay an enormous amount of attention to body language and all those kinds of things you started using your hands you started mm. like going mm. like you literally in you literally mimicked empowerment mm. from the perspective of like yes 
from the perspective of dancing that. around and moving and smiling and the way like you smiled significantly more. Mm-hmm. You your eyes Beginning lit up strong more. like bacon. <laughs> sure, yeah, but but that's but that is the transition. Like everything shifts when you shift. Mm. Like the second you you say I am no longer this person, and I say I am this other person. Mm. It was incredibly powerful, and I noticed many times in in this podcast a f- couple of times if you were to go back and anybody who's listening to this, if you were to go back when every time you say i am like when you were like claiming a identity of sorts or it's claiming some level of an identity without marrying yourself to it without being boxed in by it you have like a really you're really powerful at that mm. like you've just you've tapped into some level of like like the yeah, no, I'm fucking sure, yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it, it just but like it, limited, yeah. But you 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 took on that character mm. and took the best pieces of that and said like, yes, this fits here, mm. and the other parts don't. I love that. I was listening to something today, and it says there's no space for lack in your future. You know, like I don't know why, but it hit me so hard, and I was thinking about everything that I want in my future, and I was like, do I really want? Mm. the lack from my past to be in that and I see lack is like this like gooey yucky like old gum mm. and then I think like do I really want to carry that everywhere with me and I don't know why but it just hit me I, was, I, I like stopped and I thought about it and I smiled and I was like no I don't want to bring that and the old me can now just be mm. the old me it doesn't have to be the new me and there's something interesting that you said before that when people are scrolling on Instagram and, and they see that energy and it was interesting to move through a phase where I would kind of just talk about joy and I would talk about empowerment and I would talk about these things. Yeah. But the moment that I became it, like you can probably notice a huge shift in my page when I'm like, mm, you know, posture syndrome, like become your best self, five mm-hmm. workouts to do this for a flat tummy. You know, like there's such a transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. literally felt. Yeah. It's, it's, um, how can I say this? Shine. Yeah. It shines. And it's, it's, it's like literally a force. I, I, I use the word attractive or magnetic, but those mm. are, that's the feeling yeah. that it feels like on the other end of it. Oh, I love that. Cause now it you're is, like, it is that feeling. It, it, it like, it feels that like, way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it. Right. No, but, it, but the, 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 um, well, the question I have for you is now that you're here, mm. what well, one of the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. One of the questions you had for me at one point was, mm-hmm. you're starting a podcast. Well, you started a podcast. Yes. You're learning the art of podcasting. The art. It is, it is an art. The subtle art. Yeah. I didn't know it was an art until, yeah. I, until <laughs> I started, started doing it. Until you started realizing it's an art. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a podcast. You're coming out fit within podcast. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I like your, you've got like a nice style to the, to your photography and your, your brand. Shine um, bright like a diamond. That's what I'm going for. Well, you're Shine doing it well. like a diamond. Uh, <laughs> Had to, had to, had to. Um, no, I mean, where? What's? I mean, what's next for Aaron? I. What's, where's the future? Like, what's what? What are what are you moving through where my now? My focus eyes coming. Where's, where, where's your resistance? My resistance. Your resistance. You're moving through and finding cut. a way to shine through. Cut. Yeah. I want. I'm on a mission. Not. I want. I am. Mm-hmm. I am on a mission to wake the fuck out of people. <laughs> How can I say that more properly? Wake up, people. Wait, wake the fuck up to shake people. Mm. I'm on a mission to awaken. That's how we can say it. I'm on a mission to awaken people's souls. And I don't want to just say awaken people's minds, right? Because mm, no, you got to feel it. Like on the Instagram, right? When I when you start exposing it and you start becoming it, 
-hmm. then people start to feel it. I can wake up every morning and say I'm powerful and I'm healthy, but until I can wake up and say I am health, no matter what, no matter if I go to the gym or not, whether I eat my fucking protein pancakes, whether I wake up in the middle of night to bring the protein Whether you say it or not, everything about you is saying it. Yeah. That's the point. Exactly. You don't even have to say it anymore. You just are. You just are it. It. So my goal is to be able to help people get from where I was at, which was complete lack and resistance and anxiety in the fancy terms, <laughs> mm-hmm. to a space of feeling fulfilled. And and now I'm at a point in my life where I finally feel joyful. And it's so interesting that when you finally get to that point, you're like, wow, it wasn't the Instagram. It wasn't the followers. It wasn't the moment that I released the expectations and the outcomes of my Instagram is when it started to grow more. And I was continuously growing from like no a couple DM hundred groups. followers, mm-hmm. no DM groups, no bullshit. Yeah. You know, just doing what you want. I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm posting this for myself. I'm posting this from me wanting to spread joy and to actually serve people because how was that serving anybody before? And it's so interesting when you finally get into your purpose. And I I look back now and I'm like, I've always wanted to serve people. I would go out of my way to be a sunshine even when I was at my most anxious. Even when I felt the shittiest and I wanted to cry, I would still make a point to shine my light on people. And I thought that was the worst thing. You know, I'd come home and be like, I spent too much energy on people. Like, who am I? Imposter syndrome. But now I look back on it and I'm like, wow, I was going through such a shitty time, yet I was still there. I was still shining. So I'm like, how how much can I fucking shine now, now that I'm actually shining within? Mm. So my goal is to shine this on people and to help them realize that they can become the best version of themselves, that they don't have to be in that little, that little box mm. that they can get out you of it. You are not overweight. You are not anxious. You are not no. this. You are not that. You are whoever the fuck you want to be. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> and whether you believe it or not, like that's, that's the reality of it. And then I was thinking, you know, like I posted um, a story the other day. Mm-hmm. I think it was a before and after. And then I was like, I always get super inspirational in my captions. I spend like three hours, no joke. I spend all everything. the time in the world in the captions. Ugh, it's so important. <laughs> and the thing is that there's not enough space. So know, half of the time is spent mm-hmm. trying to cut back. Mm-hmm. And this is why you need a podcast. Yeah. Just chat shit for hours. <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Um, I wrote something and it was very powerful, but I forgot. Wait, what were you talking we about? We were talking about you were you we were talking about the captions of one of your posts where it was like a before and after. Yeah, it was a before and after, and a part of that caption was what were we talking about before before that? <laughs> this is projector brain at his finest. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, where are you going? Is. We were talking about where you're going. Serving joy to people, yeah. being of service. Being of service. And that joy you, awakening w- w- resistance. W- w- no, what you were talking about was you were shining on people even when you were actually in such a horrible state. Mm. That's what we were talking about right before this. Yes. Either way. Shine bright like a diamond. Either way. I don't remember. You can, doesn't we'll, matter. We'll go look at the caption after. You I post a, a bunch of inspirational shit. Um, but yeah, the goal here is really to just help people mm-hmm. feel like they can be something different. And I just remembered what I wanted to say. So that's wonderful. Mm. We have a Fitzbo. Right? Like everybody has their own fit spell and we have people that we look up to. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, well, this person has the same energy life force that I have. 
they're equipped with the same body. You know, maybe not like at this po- point, at this yeah. moment in time, sure. but we have the same functions. We have the potential. We have the potential. Yeah. So why is that person living a completely different reality than I am? Mm-hmm. And it's just the truths that we set. And then I was going to bed and I always have like all these downloads before I go to bed and I'm like, <gasps> I have to write them down. And I was like, whether somebody thinks that they're an anxious person or not, it's true. Yep. Whether somebody thinks they're the strongest person or not, it's true. Whatever you say is your truth. That's your fucking truth. I can right now say I'm an I'm I'm a shoe. And then everyone's like, you're not a shoe, but if I think I'm a shoe, I can literally spend the rest of my life in the corner to be like, I'm a shoe. I'm a shoe. <laughs> and it's like, who cares? Who cares what anybody else thinks? As long as I'm in my truth and I'm happy with it. Mm. And how much time do we have left? There's no rules. Oh my god, what? Okay. We're gonna be here until tomorrow morning. <laughs> There's <laughs> How long have we yeah, been going? I, don't, I actually don't even know. Ninety minutes. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to tell you about my flower analogy that I came up with this morning in my meditation. Go for it. And it reminded me when you talked about the, I really want to remember it, negative fueled energy. You're close. Negative fuel. Negative fuel source. Negative fuel source. Yes. Yes. Love that. Source. So I was seeing it as planting seeds, right? Mm -hmm. Consciousness. And then the way that we would plant the seeds is every thought is a seed. And then there's like millions of thoughts around us. And it's like, well, how do we choose which one they're all passing through? So when we have an emotional charge, Mm -hmm. then we go and we grab that thought. Now there's like a meaning to it, right? So emotion, energy, and motion. Now we have taken that seed and we have planted it in our garden, whether we wanted to or not, whether it's something that I really wanted or whether it's something that I really don't want, the fact that I'm giving it that emotional charge, I'm planting it in my garden, Farmville, Farmville shit. And so- I talk about this all the time. <laughs> Yay, okay, perfect. Yep. How we grow that seed, that's where the, the why I keep forgetting, the fuel, the source. Negative. Negative fuel source. source. The source is how we feed the seeds and that's what, feeds the growth and I read something the other day too about trees and it was saying that they put a bunch of trees in like this dome and they realized that the trees weren't growing inside the dome and they're like what the fuck like we were doing everything perfectly because there was no wind there was no challenges so the trees weren't growing Mm -hmm. so it's like cool if you want your plant to grow you have to face adversity face adversity and go and experience it it needs to to literally (sighs) go and search for the water further in the ground for it to become a taller and bigger tree to root down it needs to root to rise up all the things that root (sighs) to rise yeah Mm -hmm. that's so beautiful and i was just thinking about this and i was like cool well the flower that i want to bloom you know if we do it from that um negative fueled source energy you got it there then the flower is like this pretty shitty flower right it's just like me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the shower the shower the flower is not happy it's it just, just might like be more thorny it's very more, thorny more prickly yeah like me and it could have Close beauty off. there's beauty to it yeah but it's but it um, might be categorized as a weed exactly which is like which is funny yeah it's funny that we certain things are weeds and others aren't but either way and then it's prickly i like mm-hmm. how you said it's prickly because then it's more closed off to to yeah outer sources but then the flower that's bloomed with joy and love and compassion is like open mm-hmm. i think that's super cool and i think that's interesting that you had that analogy too is it like um as an analogy i use all the time because mm. I, i'm number one i'm a farmer yeah there we go identify as a farmer mm. um and it's because i think we all are this is the first thing i'll say i think Amen. we're all we're all farming something we're all cultivating something in our life mm. so it's whatever you're putting it time and attention to is what you're what you're growing in your life cultivating i, I just tend, i just pretend well I just would rather put time and attention to growing actual trees and mm. actual flowers and actual things because I learn. 
I learn yeah. from them. And, and I see repeated beauty and growth in it that uh, is a reflection of the growth and repeated beauty in me, but mm. also in the community around me. I am the flower. <laughs> I love that. Quite literally. I love that. I'm the ecosystem. Mm. That's the way I see it. Like, mm. if I really think about m what I actually do, what I really do in every capacity as a storyteller, as a philanthropist, and as a farmer, is I build ecosystems. And I, by building ecosystems, what I mean by that is I pay attention to ecosystems, mm. and then every once in a while I throw in an ingredient to help balance it or to send it in one particular direction or another particular direction because at the end of the day, a small little adjustment to what's in the soil will change everything about what grows above the soil. Mm. And so those, and, and that kind of is a frame of reference for like, you know, if you're doing the inner work, what you'll see in the outer will also shift and change. So yeah, I use analogies essentially regularly around, um, I use analogies regularly about what's going on in farming because I see I see the weeds that we are allowing to, I see the cancer mm. that we're allowing in our bodies. I see the cancer we're allowing in our lives. I see the cancer that we're allowing literally growing on some of the food and the methods that we grow some of the food mm. um, and the animals and other, other things. I see deep, deep, deep challenges in those states um, of production because that's what they're doing mm. versus um, what I would say we're doing is we're building ecosystems mm. and our farm grows food but more than that it grows community mm. more than that it grows trust more than that it grows knowledge more than that it uh reminds us to stop and think and observe and so we use farming techniques that essentially do that that mimic mm. nature and so some people call that permaculture some people call that regenerative agriculture. We're doing both of those. We're also doing market gardening. We're, mis we're mixing it all because mm. that's what an ecosystem does. I and it's not that. all perfect. It's not all pretty. Um, there are thorns. There are weeds. Mm. There are problems. Contrast. Um, yeah. But there <laughs> are also, but, it, but those problems in a sense create solutions. Mm. And, you know, I don't know. There's this really amazing Netflix documentary called Biggest Little Farm. I don't know if you've, you've watched no, it. Never seen oh, it. you absolutely need to watch that. Watch it. You definitely need to watch it. Um, it's just talking about that transition. The transition from like this monoculture, trying to be something, trying to just be productive and like mm. achieve something, which is very similar to the state. Exactly. That was like that the grab, perfect analogy. The grab, yeah. right? Take. Grab. Want. Need. Yeah. Yeah. goblin right you used mm. the word goblin earlier goblin. that feeling of mine take it you know versus a feeling of like give it like what look at nature nature is constantly giving everything about it is is in balance and it is, it's why we got to here mm. it happened that way um and one beautiful way of thinking about is that everything has happened including plastic including pollution including all the problems that we have in the world quote unquote they're also natural mm. they all came from the natural progression of where we are mm -hmm. and so that existential angst mm. that i felt i still feel from time to time when i'm anxious mm -hmm. that feeling i get to move away from not by avoiding it not by ignoring it, not by saying it's not true, mm. not by clouding it in abundance and everything's great, <laughs> um, but by just being like, hey, thank you for serving the ecosystem. Thank you for allowing, 
yourself or revealing yourself in some way, shape, or form as my villain or a villain of sorts. And I don't have to be the hero that martyrs to save the world against this villain. But I also get to act from my own truth, from my own place. Mm. I get to play the role that I get to play in the ecosystem. Mm. And that's perfect. And that, that is what I've learned about farming. That's what I've learned mm. about entrepreneurship. It's what I've learned about life. It's what I've learned about education. It's what I've learned about self-improvement. Mm. And, uh, but I didn't feel that way uh, for a long time. And it's because I wasn't moving from unconditional love. I was moving from this negative fuel source mm. rather than this positive fuel source, which is I was building community out of a way of building self-preservation rather than building community out of scaling intimacy. Mm. I was building a farm out of self-preservation or lack rather than, wow, I can make, I can plant this little seed and it will grow into something way bigger mm. than I will ever feel and I always had this I think the one thing that I was lucky with and I say lucky was because I didn't fully grasp it until over time I started to recognize it in everything I was doing is that I've always been a long-term decision maker long-term thinker mm. and so if I can attribute anything that I do well it's that I plan and schedule on a day-to-day micro level meaning mm. like I in my present I'm constantly calibrating recalibrating and planning my near present and my soon to be present, right? And I'm just using that properly with the lens or the, the filter of what would the long-term, what's the best for the long-term ecosystem mm. from my perspective. And that's where I act from. And in that, I've found an enormous amount of empowerment and I've been able to build things that are significantly bigger than me. Mm. Um, and I've learned how to communicate it in a different way, right? Like even just how I lowered my voice and tone and I started speaking slower because I understand the sacredness of what I'm experiencing and I understand that in certain moments, comedy is good. In certain Mm. moments, certain things are good, but in certain moments we should sit and really feel it and let it land. Mm. And I wasn't acting from those places, but now I am. And I I hope that I continue to act from those places. I'm certain there will be tangents and periods of time where things might throw me off or uh, 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 heartbreak might just send me in the wrong direction mm-hmm. um, relationships or whatever thing you know and I'm not just talking romantic but just any relationship could send you in that wrong direction or different people enter your life or different things um, but for me lately they've sent me in the right direction mm. and my version of the right direction mm-hmm. and so yeah just living that and that's you know my future I guess I think that's so beautiful because what you said about the um, negative source, source. negative fuel source. Mm -hmm. A lot of people might relate to that, but it's related on, on lack too. I feel like there's not much impact there. It's kind of just a bunch of people just all in that circle in a cycle, just kind of going round and round and round. But then when you step out and you're in your inspiration, you can tell this is your inspiration. But they're trying to find it. And they're trying to shock their body into it all the time. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I understand, like, so many people are doing, like, the cold shower or the cold plunge or whatever, mm. right? Like, And it, they're, what they're trying to do is shock themselves into yeah. inspiration. Like, they're, like, yeah. trying to fucking, like, do it. land it. Just do it. It's like, ah, oh, you know, and then they're trying to get uncomfortable and they're trying, they're, they're doing all the things that people are saying they need to do. Yeah. And in and of itself, that's the fucking problem. Yeah. Because they're not becoming it. Well, <laughs> no, they're, just, they're listening to anybody else. Yeah. 
period. Like the answer is within you. And, and yes, you can find inspiration from the podcast. And I'm, I'm glad that you do. If you're listening to this, you're clearly inspired by it. But, but what's right for me is not right for you. I'm mm. not the same person and, or I don't play the same role in the ecosystem that maybe you do. Some mm. people maybe have a very similar role to me and they're listening to this, but most people don't. They're, they're, if I'm a fruit tree, maybe they're a tomato plant and that's mm. just different and they have different uses and they have different beauties and they just create differently. And so I think most of life, and I say, I think I know most of life is about finding your journey back to yourself, mm. finding a way to love yourself so that you can love others. Mm, I love that. Find what type of plant you are. <laughs> and, then, and then blossom the way you no, Not blossom. other people's plants, but your plant. Exactly. I be like the that. You very, be. very farmer of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, with that said, with that said, there, there, there is no rules, but I, I, I think we, I think we covered some bases. Yeah. Where do people yeah. find you? What, find what, 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 you? Find it, all your stuff. You're right. Killing you can, it fitness. She's on, she's on Instagram. She's, she's on, on Spotify. Instagram. She's on boom, all boom, the places. Boom, boom, she's boom, no boom, longer boom, putting boom. optional. <laughs> the words are not coming to my phone. <laughs> you know where the links are, ladies and gentlemen. If you got yep. to this point in the podcast, Woo. hit that like button. Hit that notification bell. Mm -hmm. Hit the things that make us know that this landed for you. Landed. Landed, <laughs> that's my hand landed, landed. <laughs> and we're out Bye. see you in the next episode